podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the post-match show from the one the Metropolitan. <laughs> uh, it feels very different from last time I was here. Last time we were here, we won the Champions League. This time we're in danger of going out, unfortunately, because the pull have lost the first leg to Atletico 1-0. I'm joined by Phil Blundell and a grumpy Phil Artisan. We're going to try and cheer him up best we can. Um, Phil, the did what they really didn't want to do and conceded really early and that allowed Atletico to play out the game how they wanted it to. If you were to give everyone in this away ends a bit of paper down and a bit of pen, pen on the paper down and said, what do you not want to happen in this game of football? I reckon going 1-0 down in the first five minutes is on 3,500 bits of paper because that's an absolute nightmare of a situation because you know what they're going to do. You know what they're about. We've seen them playing football this level for five, ten years now. They're going to sit in, be, be, be well organised, make the space compact, make you do things, be in your face. And it's an absolute nuisance of a game of football, really. We, we struggle to get things going. It's, you know, you, you don't also plan for going 1-0 down. It's an absolute nightmare of a situation we find ourselves in. I don't think we were terrible. We, weren't, we obviously weren't great. We didn't create anything. But the, I mean, when you go 1-0 down like that, the midfield almost becomes a bit redundant. You want the midfield to be a bit more sort of front foot than that when you're 1-0 against a team like that. Like, Fernaldo and Henderson, Fabinho, it's a midfield for certain situations, and it probably isn't that. Like, I was looking at it 15 minutes in, and I'm like, this needs Naby Keita. And the fact that he hasn't got on the pitch at all, for me, is staggering. I don't understand how how we've made three substitutions. For, I mean, I thought it was Matt that Origi came on, and not Chamberlain, given that Chamberlain's been playing there instead of Manny while Manny's been out. I just, I thought there was a... There's a lot of questionable situations have happened there, I think, tonight. Well, if you're going to talk about the subs, what I would say, Phil, is that we end the game needing a goal and our two top scorers are on the bench. Yeah. And James Milner's come on. And, like, James Milner's not up to full fitness yet. James Milner's had 20 minutes at, um, at Norwich the other day. Or, what even that was? It was 10 15. He's, he's had it on a month. There was Cater who could have come on and done a bit more. There was probably Minamino who could have come on and done a little bit more. It was, I just felt we, like, I don't know, last 15, last 20, what we were really trying to do. It was almost like, we were more concerned about going 2 0 down than we were about getting back into it, which I kind of understand, but you wanted a little bit more about it. What frustrated me through that was I thought after about 10 minutes we actually got to grips with the game. I thought, obviously, you know, first 10 it was tricky, you know, away from home, the crowd got on fire. I thought it felt to me after about 10 minutes that we started to put our foot on it, we started to dominate, we started to look like the best team, and I thought, here we go, we're going to do what Liverpool have done all in season and prevail in difficult circumstances but you just couldn't quite create the chances no no exactly and I think you know after, after those first 10 minutes you know Liverpool controlled the game throughout and you know it's not it's not not many times you can say that a team comes to a stadium like this and you know it, it, it might not be the Vincente Calderon or or other stadiums in Europe that are well known but this you know the atmosphere was good for most of the game it was intense it was difficult but Liverpool completely controlled the ball they can control the tempo of the play and that was almost a little bit of an issue because the tempo wasn't quite up to the speed you needed to be against a team like this who were willing to sit back like they did. You know, Atletico, didn't, they didn't create many chances going forward. You'd have thought, you know, in a game like this, they'd, go, they'd have the, the chances on the break and, you know, they'd, they'd have a couple of, you know, Alisson would have to be called into making a couple of saves, but that never happened. A lot, a lot of the issues were down to Liverpool's it's slow tempo and I think, you know, I think a lot of that has to be down to... I guess the midfield in a certain element going 1-0 down is so early on it does change things a lot and look the main thing is it is only 1-0 and 
and I am very confident. What I'm sure today, I'm very confident we can go back to Anfield and beat these. And you know, it's not often I, I get really, really frustrated by a refereeing performance, but today was one of those where it just felt like everything was going against you. It felt like one of those days where, you know, we, we talk about it at Anfield how, you know, how the atmosphere con controls the referee and how it influences the decisions. It very much felt like that today. There were some absolutely crazy calls, and I think that just completely disrupted Liverpool's momentum. And, you know, at the end of the day, they didn't create enough chances. And I think the manager's frustration showed that. A lot of the players' frustration showed that. You just hope Jordan Henderson, you know, he had a little bit of an injury. That's nothing too serious. Trent seems to go down a little bit there. And you hope no, that's nothing too serious. This team's more than capable of dusting itself down and going back to Anfield and winning this tie and going through to the next round. You've got to take your sort of quarter-half chance as well. I mean... The, uh, the disallowed offside goal in the first half is an absolutely atrocious touch from Salah. Like, yeah, it's not a pass. It's, it's not a pass. It's a, that's a really bad first touch. And yeah. You get things like this in a situation where they make a mistake. Like We have to punish mistakes like that as opposed to letting them off the hook because they're not going to give you that kind of thing. They're not going to give you space to create. They're going to make you feed off scraps. They're going to make you try and be brilliant. And if they do give you that half opportunity, you have to punish them. And we didn't. I mean, there was there's a Salah header we've just seen on the replay in the ground where he should probably get it on target, and I think our black probably would have saved it anyway. But you've got to make the keeper work. You've got to make them do things. There was there was a Henderson chance as well, wasn't there? Where he's flashed one just yeah. past the post, and we just weren't quite at it. Like it was, it's a frustrating night. But at the end of the day, you've watched that, and you take huge sorts of positives from it for three and a half weeks' time. Where. They're going to come to Anfield. They're going to show no attacking intent whatsoever. They're going to give us the ball. We're used to that. We do that often. We don't do it against players at this level, to be fair, but we still do it. We've overcome this on many occasions this season. And you've just got to hope that everyone gets in Anfield, gets behind them, creates an absolute racket. Because there's, there's an element where you sort of see this at your always. Like, I remember going to Villarreal in the Europa League and we lost 1-0. Yeah. They scored last minute. They celebrated, they celebrated it, yeah. like they'd gone through. Yeah. Like, not like they beat us in the first leg, but like they were in the Europa League final. And they did. They were a bit like that today. They were going and saluting the crowd, punching the air like, "Aren't we brilliant? Aren't we? We've got, we've got a foot in the in the next round." Yeah, they haven't. All we need to do is we need to basically go to Anfield and win. And that's we're we're more than capable of doing this. Yeah, it's it's still in our hands throughout this, and it one 0 sort of great results. We'd have loved to go, but you know we have to remember that you know our, our home record in this competition is fantastic. We can do what to the referee, what they managed, their crowd managed to do today, and, and get the 50-50s, get the slightly dodgy ones, you know. And, and, it, and it's still up to us, and this is a fantastic football team, and they can pull it back from here. 100%. And, you know, it's important to remember, you know, we talk about Anfield being being that fortress and being such a, a strong ground for us. You know, Atletico have never lost a, a Champions League knockout game at home. And, you know, those sort of things are important to remember. This Liverpool side's broken records like no one else has and, and is on the track of breaking records that no one else has. But at the same time, it is important to remember these grounds. You know, going to this game, we, we, we were outside a bar near the ground and, and the barman was pouring drinks. And with my limited Spanish that I still remember, he was basically saying, fuck it, it's Liverpool at home. Drink all you want. You're going to need this. This Atletico team is going to need every little bit of help it can get. And this is where we are and where we're at now. You know, you go back to Bayern Munich last year, you know, that's, that's, that's sort of been hailed as, as a performance of coming to age for Liverpool. And, you know, Liverpool were ruthless in that game. At Bayern Munich weren't really sure what to expect. We come, you know, wind up a year later on. Liverpool, Liverpool now are at the stage where it's, it's the biggest scalp in, in the world now. 
and I think Atletico, you saw from the atmosphere, you saw from you saw from the way, you know, there's, there's a point halfway through the second half, you saw four or five Atletico players in a huddle celebrating a goal kick. That's what <laughs> I meant. Because, no, that's what I meant because they got really misconstrued yeah. for a goal kick. It wasn't even like a defender did something really well. Yeah. Divacarigi has basically fallen over his own feet almost, gone out for a goal kick, and they've had a four-man huddle like Armweed Bob. Exactly, and, and this is where this team is at. And I think, you know, I, I, as much as we like to talk about all the learning curves this team goes through, this is another one of them where Liverpool have come to a ground like this as the superpower, as the, as the, big, as the big team. And, you know, they, they've, they've almost kind of been brought back to what we've seen Liverpool do last season against, against teams that we, we hail as European elite. So, you know, everything's to play for at Anfield. There's, there's no doubt, you know, I know we, we, we've said this over and over again, there's no doubt that these players know what, that, what they can do over there. Jurgen Klopp's going to reinforce that with them. I'm sure we'll see changes within the team and, and, and I'm very confident we can go through. I was confident we'd, go, we, we'd win today, but I'm even more confident now after this that this team's going to see this as a bit of, a, as a bit of an upset and they're going to go through. In terms of tonight, though, Phil, they could have done more. As I said, I mean, we've been, been critical of the substitutions, but even the guys who were, who were on there, you know, I'm just seeing a statistic up there on the big screen, 67% possession. Just didn't quite make enough of it a few times. Chad's two first crosses both went into the stands. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Set pieces from everyone I thought were poor and stuff like that you've got to make count in a, in a tight game. You just, you've almost sort of also got to remember that that's normal. Yeah. Like, it's normal to come away from home in Europe and have that kind of game. It's normal to have an off day and not win a game of football. Yeah. We're almost getting ourselves into this thing where we go to a football match and we watch Liverpool win and that's what happens. And we've all, we're all old enough. Can I, I'm 33, you're older than me. So that's <laughs> 10, oh, 10 years younger than me. We all know that it's what we're doing now is not normal. And these things happen, you know. We can't just expect it. Now, the last time we didn't win a knockout, comp, knockout tie in Europe was in 2016, and this fellow wasn't even the manager. <laughs> That's how long ago this was. Nine times out of ten, Liverpool draw this game 0-0. Yeah. They, they get the goal from, from, goal yeah, from the scrappy piece, goal really early on. And we're going back to Anfield with a 0-0. <laughs> you know, no damage done, and, and we're all absolutely... You know, we're not buzzing, but we're, we're confident. And I think it's important to remember that there's, there's a lot of context that needs to be brought in because because of how this team has been this season, our, our expectations are at such a level now where we expect absolute perfection. And, you know, it's got to be, you know, they're, they're human at the end of the day. You come to these grounds, it's going to be difficult. So I, I think every uh, it's a little bit of a reality check and, and that's always good. We've seen how that's done this team favours in the past and I've no doubt it'll do this team even more favours going forward. I mean, context aside, though, they'll be disappointed, though, won't they? Yeah. If you like the players, you know, where... Uh, they haven't had a shot on targets, they haven't put, you know, worked the keeper and, you know, it feels right and we both of you are right to talk about, you know, what this team is doing and, you know, uh, kind of the idea of putting it all in context. But at the same time, I think they'll be disappointed if you didn't do more. Definitely. <laughs> I think it was a little bit funny as we're winding down to the end of the game. I was thinking back to that, that Barcelona game at the New Camp and, you know, Liverpool played really well there. They had the chances to score and it's sort of the complete opposite today and it's only 1-0. And I think that's something that is probably going to be in the back of their minds. You know, look, all these players have matured since then. They've matured throughout this entire journey with, with Jurgen Klopp and, and the whole thing they're on. And I think, you know, the, the, players, the players know what their level is. They know how good they are now. That's something we've seen this season. They, there's a certain standard set. And today, it's, it, it was very clear they didn't meet that. And, you know, the changes didn't help necessarily. You know, we, we talk about a fully fit squad being back. But you know, there's there's a lot there's issues with freshness. You know, James Milner's barely played any football. It's a big ask for him to come on and, and to perform at the level we kind of want him to. 
Yeah, I really have been looking like Phil mentioned before, Naby Keita, someone like that. Just a little bit of a risk, a little bit of someone that can break the lines and, and drive us forward. You know, th th there were opportunities there to, to get shots off, to, to test the keeper. It doesn't help that we end the game without Salah and Mane, you know, the, the two players you really look at. Even, even though if they're not at the top of their game, they're still a threat. They occupy defenders, they distract defenders. And, you know, it's a big ass for Divock Origi playing on the left wing to, to suddenly create something. So, you know, 1-0 one, one within all that context is not the, it's not the end of the world. And, and there's enough belief there to go forward. Enough belief to go forward, Phil, and enough to remember that you know this team will will believe that they can do it because they've, they've come up with come up against tough They're far harder things than this. <laughs> Let's be honest. I mean, these are the first, second, third, probably even fourth best team in Spain on the basis of this season. Only half fourth at the minute, but that's it. They've scored 25 league goals this season. Is it? They're not they're not going to go into Anfield with a great attacking threat. It's going to be up to us to sort of break them down and it's one of those where if we if we get an early goal I think they, they could sort of start flapping it and panicking in the atmosphere as well because they're not really used to the kind of atmosphere that Anfield will be like that night. Teams like this, Spanish teams for example, they're not used to going to sort of football grounds are loud but it's a different type of loud. Like this tonight it wasn't intimidating, it was loud but it wasn't like, you know, I, I went to shit ass five years ago like the last time we got, we got knocked out in Europe in a thing that wasn't a final and that was loud that was like you're like fucking hell this is wild that was this was just a bit loud and a bit I know like, what you mean it's noise when it chooses to it's noise when then Simeone throws his hands yeah, in the air and all I'll that. tell you what I wish David Beckham had kicked him out I like fucking hell <laughs> it's nice for us as well to be honest like you know this season we've talked about you know, the, the league has been so brilliant and, and almost been a stroll in, in a sense. We now have this big game to look forward to. We have this big European night at Anfield that we could all get behind. And, you know, it, that's exactly what we want. But, you know, this team's competing on three fronts now and, and there's no reason, even even after tonight, why they can't go on and, and do something, you know, unbelievable and, and something generational. Yeah, it's, I mean... We can't keep doing it and feel it, and that's what worries me is that we yeah. keep saying, oh, yeah, we'll do it again, we'll do it again. But I just don't want them to sort of think, oh, we'll be fine, we'll do it at Anfield. I just wish you to push a bit more tonight and go back to the case of he takes Mane off at half-time, presumably because he's worried about the, the red card. He was a foul away from walking yeah. off the pitch. But wouldn't you, wouldn't you have faith in, you, in your boy, though? I mean, when was the last time he got sent off? Was it the City one with the high foot? Probably was, yeah, but it's just, it's one, is it worth taking the chance? Like, would you rather have 45 minutes without him or 20, another... The, so you think the half-time, have a chat to him, say, just don't run into anyone. I think he was on the cusp, though. Like, someone, one of the lads at home, reckons he went, like, he elbowed someone, which yeah. doesn't really help. But <laughs> I just, I also think, on a complete tangent, I think there's a, a slight issue we might have in terms of we lose this game 1-0 and we just think, it sounds Anfield, it'll be fine. Well, that's, yeah. And there's almost, like, a reliance on everyone else thinking that everyone else will make Anfield what it's like. <laughs> and we've got it. It's up to all at of us. At some point, it won't happen. Like, at some point, it will not happen. I mean, let's hope it's not this one, but we've got three weeks. We've got an FA Cup game, three league games in between then. Hopefully, we win all four. We go in there on the crest of a wave and we get a goal first 20 minutes, get them right on the back foot and we go through them. I mean, we've been in this situation, obviously, like there's no correlation at all because there was no players on their team and no players on their team who were the same. Our team who were the same because we came here about, what, 10 years ago, lost 1-0 lost in the first leg. Went back to Anfield, won 1-0, we lost 2-1 in extra time. Uh, we won 2-1 in extra time, lost on away goals. But we are capable of getting teams back and doing them. And I think, I hope we're all right. I think we will be all right. And 
It's going to be hard, though, because they're going to make it hard for us. Yeah, don't make it hard for Aaron. You know, you saw a little bit of the time wasting tonight. There was one, I, I, to be fair, I thought it was quite funny, where uh, the, the, he kicked it into the stands and Alisson went to get it and they were like, we're not giving the ball back. Yeah. So he went to get it from the ball boy, and all their hands start screaming at the ball boy like they're giving it, and the ball boy was like, I don't know what to do. Simeone's in their fans' heads that much. Oh, yeah. Did you see, there's a lad on about row five, and he's yeah. ran out, he's come out the yeah. row, he's ran down to the front, and he shouted at the ball boy, slow down. He's like, he's gestured like a sort of calm down, slow it down, like. Yeah. That's absolutely, I'm all over that, you know. I'm, I'm all about that. So they're going to do a lot of that throughout yeah. Anfield, you know, there was a couple of times where a couple of injuries I wasn't sure about, certainly we had head injuries, but they got blown up for. Oh, definitely. Any, any ball that went out for an Atletico, Atletico throw, and there was no rush from any ball boy to give them the ball back. They took their time, same with the Liverpool players, and, you know, you, you sort of expect that from a Simeone team, you know, a lot has been said before this game that they're not quite the same as they used to be, but I'm sure it, in a way it was an easy team talk for him to, to rile his players up for this, and and almost to bring back that old spirit, you know, the, their players relish it. You can tell that this is what it's all about for them. They've been programmed that way. And, you know, Anfield's going to be different. We've seen, we've seen, uh, if we want to talk about ball boys, we've seen what ball boys can do in terms of, <laughs> in terms of playing the ball quick and everything. And, you know, everything, I, I've got no doubt that everything will be up to, up to scratch for that. And, you know, I, I get the point of, you know, we can't always rely on Anfield being a thing. But I think, I think we're at that stage with this, with this team and especially with this manager where he almost sort of tells them, don't rely on the crowd. You know, th th that's an added bonus. And, and obviously, they're going to be there for you. But this is about you doing the job on the pitch. And obviously, whatever we do helps with that. And I think there's more than enough belief. You know, if, if, if you're any of these players, why wouldn't you believe you're at this level now where, you're, you, you know, you're, you're in the Premier League, you're so far ahead, you're being hailed as the best team in the world, literally. And, you know, th th there's no reason not to believe in it. So I think, you know, we can sort of step aside from the thing of relying on Anfield a little bit because I think this manager instills that in himself. And I think the players are fully bought into that. Just on the on the Mane thing, I think you know it, it is interesting that he does go off because it must have it must have been something at half time that was that was pretty big because the manager is always so reluctant to take him off. You know, you very rarely see him substituted in games. Don't know if his head went or anything. And it, 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 <laughs> it was also entirely possible that he was just feeling it. Yeah, he's been out for a while. Whatever exactly. it was, it's not outrageous yeah. that he was injured. Yeah, but I, th I think it made sense to take him off to be honest because I was. I was a bit worried he was going to go before half-time. He was probably like one foul that wasn't even a foul. Like, and they're obviously going to make the most of absolutely exactly. anything yeah. that he does. I, I just thought you have a way of it with half-time. You can't him down. But as Phil says, maybe he's smashing the gaff up. You know what I mean? <laughs> maybe there's Lucas 8 bottles all, out, all over the show. He's throwing a kettle at someone. Never mind. <laughs> Take back, like, hey, we're not in there. We're not in there. We don't know. Have you had a nice day, Phil, anyway? A lovely day. You know, this. I think this might be my favourite city in Europe, generally, you know. It's like they bring the bill and then you go, oh, there must be something missing. And then you go, nope, it's genuinely 25 euros not being in here for four hours. Have you eaten well? Oh, yeah. I've had, we had a, I had a, a nice T-bone. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was good. I had a bowl of mushrooms, a mushroom and ham starter that was basically like a field's worth of mushrooms, which was a bit of a piss take, but went down well. And then I had a, a whiskey cake. You should try the whiskey cake, right? I reckon you probably couldn't drive after you've had it. It's okay. But it's, it's, a, fanta it's a fantastic too, city. Yeah, I mean, so that is it. It's been a tale. You're like, oh, eight quid's a lot for the gin. And yeah. then they bring it. You're like, oh, my God, it's all the gin. It's basically fire. I reckon I have one. And there's a, there's a bar in, like, in a park by the Temple of the Bod. We were in there the Friday night before the final. And the waiter walks. I order gin. The waiter walks over. And he starts pouring. And I'm like, when's he going to stop? Yeah. 
And I honestly reckon there was six measures of gin. I reckon there was about 150 mils of gin in this drink, and you're just like, please leave me alone. I just, yeah. I just, I want a nice gin and tonic, I don't want to die. <laughs> it's been weird, hasn't it? Because, yeah. like, it's all very deja vu, the entire thing. I mean, I'm staying in the exact same place we stayed in for the final. You know, you're walking around the same sort of areas. It all feels very, you know, you're used to seeing a red shirt every every couple of minutes. And, and you know, this time it was, it was a bit different. It's definitely a lot colder as well. Nice being able to have a sit down in bars, though. Yeah, yeah definitely. And, you know, touch away That's a little really good. And, and, and it's a great city for, for a game. And, you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll be back in it. Whether that's real in the next, next round, round. it'd be sound, you know, yeah, I'd take that. Whatever it is. I'd take real yeah. next round, it'd be great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. I'm glad you've had fun as well, Phil. Have you had a nice fun. day? Look, you're smiling now. Let me know if you here. Honestly, it felt like a kid, you know, just, who's just played a little footy game and, and just lost his head. It, it was one of those. Phil had nearly took his ball away. Is there anyone you thought played well? I thought, I thought Firmino did pretty we looked, well. Yeah. We looked the most threatening when Firmino got the ball and managed to sort of create five yards himself Lovely by turns. spinning someone. And that's why I sort of thought Keita was... That, cause that's the kind of thing Keita can do and the two of them doing that is like you need to create the space yourself because they're not going to exactly. they're not going to leave your space you have to create it yourself and the, the two players in the squad who are most liable to do that are Keita and Firmino yeah. and I, I couldn't believe that he didn't get on at all I found it really strange and it was changed I presume it was going to be in for, for Hendo I assume that would be that one was the one that made the most sense of the three I think because Kate of an Alden Fabinho is a it's a little bit it's possibly a little bit too much of a gamble with five, ten minutes to go. But I mean I was surprised when Milner came on though. I it just seemed felt it felt strange. The yeah. whole subs felt strange. Right, we're on the move, we're going, so we'll leave it there. Uh, thanks a lot to uh, Phil and to Phil Ad for joining me. That's been the post-match show. It's a disappointing one, obviously. We're not going to lie, but we're in the situation that we're in. Uh, Liverpool have lost the game of football. It feels very strange, but hopefully we'll still go through. As Phil Blunder said, it's up to all of us at Anfield. Don't rely on other people. It is up to all of us who are in the ground to make it intimidating to get some decisions like we did, <laughs> like they did for the RF and for us to win the game. Still in it, up to Reds. Sports Social Podcast Network.